Uh, if you guys ever want to give us feedback, maybe you want to tell us what the songs that we were playing were, you can actually give us a text on our brand new text line. It's 0445191170. So if you can put that to memory, you're doing really well because we haven't put it to memory yet. Yeah. And if you have any questions for Mori, send them through yes, on the text that's line. Yeah, right, because we've got Mori in from the mm. School of Hard Knock Knocks. G'day, guys. He's coming in every fortnight to tell comedy. Um, teach us a bit about it. Yeah, teach us a thing or two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll teach you the the structure, but the, the actual teaching part, well, that's professional comedians that do that. But yeah. You'll give us the framework and we can fill in the gaps, yeah, fill the blanks ourselves. That is it, that is it. <laughs> so what are you going to be talking to us about today? Yeah, well, today, gentlemen, we're going to be talking about joke structure. Mm. Yeah, uh, Excellent. Yeah, look, there's, there's many different types of joke structure, and I'm just going to look at three today. Uh-huh. Um, you know, comedians, um, some will follow this, some won't. Uh, there'll be some familiar structures that you'll, you'll hear about. Um, so I think we'll get stuck straight into it because we don't have much time, do we? Let's get into it. Right, so um, one, two, elephant. One, two, elephant. Yeah. Now, that is that little example is the normal, normal twist. So if I said one, two, the next number is probably three, right? So normal, normal, but then the twist. Now, if I said one, two, four, it wouldn't be very twisty, would it? Yeah. It's pretty pretty obvious. Okay, you skipped a number. But if I say one, two, elephant, I'm pretty sure you you wouldn't have guessed that. And that is the the concept. That is a very simple theory. The The twist in the tail. A twist yeah, in the yeah. tail, yeah. So let me give you an example of how that would work. So, um, and I use this one. This is my one, actually, personally. So uh, uh, when I give public seminars and, and speak, I often look into the audience. I say, great to see so many familiar faces here today, some friends and family, and my first wife. <laughs> I know it's okay. Um, we're still married. I just call her that to keep her on her toes. <laughs> <laughs> so you laughed at my comment, which is good yeah. and bad to laugh, but actually that wasn't the twist. The twist was she, we're still married. Yeah, because she's my first wife, <laughs> right? That's so, good. so it's and also the thing about that structure of comedy is that it's logical, right? So yep. it's not illogical. Uh, well, it's a bit silly, but it's not illogical. It, it doesn't defy anything. Would uh, would people also call that uh, like a rule of thirds? Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at. Um, I mean, yeah. it's like basically the equivalent in photography. You've got yep. the rule of thirds with the with yeah. the three lines. Yeah, absolutely. So why not four? You can do four. Um, mm. You know, some comedians I've interviewed before will say, "Oh, you can do four. You can do five, but three's the minimum because if you go one elephant, right? Yeah. People are like, what are you talking about, mate? You haven't set it up enough. Exactly. Sounds, sounds very aggressive. Oh, one elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say one, two, three, four, five, six, elephant, you, you kind of wasted your time. You didn't need mm. to. And, and comedy is about omitting a lot of words and uh, you know cutting down to the chase yeah mm. yeah that's it so that's that's the normal normal twist model and uh, there's look there's you'll see that all everywhere in comedy now that now that you know what it is yeah you'll see um, people using that technique now the, the key there is you've got to have a twist and the twist has to be very uh, well it has to come from a, a, an angle you wouldn't expect yeah. just like we're still married I just call it that to keep her on her toes yeah, and with that one there, you almost give the uh, the listener uh, you kind of make them think they've almost got they've got the joke for the first one. Yeah. So yeah. with the with the first wife comment, they're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. yeah, yeah, ooh, it's, yeah. A bit, ooh, it's a bit uncomfortable. His first wife's here because yeah. you're all assuming it's my ex wife, and no. you think yeah. that's the joke, and mm. then you hit him again with the with the next one. Yeah, that one's the old one too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it's a goodie. It's a goodie. Elephant giraffe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that so that's a normal normal twist, and it's and like in training, you you'll just try and write a whole heap of those types of jokes and twist has to be think the other last thing about the twist thing is imagine that you're standing up doing performance and there's a bunch of comedians out the back and they're trying to guess what the twist is yeah so if they can guess oh you're still married you know it's the first wife you're still married if they can get it it's not twisty enough yeah right? so if you use that as a kind of a rule of thumb yeah for, for that 
Nice one. Alrighty. Number two. So, number two is nonsense in all seriousness. Now, one uh, Aussie stand-up comedian who's very good at this mm. is a guy called Elliot Goblet. Now, looking around the room, and unfortunately, your youth probably defines that <laughs> yeah. you probably don't know who Elliot Goblet is. That's a funny name, though. The only goblet, goblet that we know is the Goblet of Fire yeah. Yeah. from Harry Potter. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's 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 the extent of our goblet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, uh, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> Uh, the only time I have any interactions with Goblet. Oh, yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. Well, Elliot Goblet is not his real name. His real name is Jack Levi, oh. uh, although Jack Elliot Levi is his real name, and he, he used that. And uh, he had a brainstorming with himself, as he says, and it's his joke, and uh, he came up with Goblet because it's a funny word. So, anyway, Elliot Goblet is a, lo- a lot like, um, well, you, if you know the American dry stand-up one-liner called Stephen Wright, Maybe not. We're getting some blank stares. <laughs> and um, Stephen Wright and Ellie Goblet would be in the same type of structure. And they use a lot of nonsense in all seriousness. Um, and what that is, is you say things that would make... These are somewhat illogical. You talk dryly. You don't smile. You, um, you, you just talk about going down to... Uh, the bank, for example, um, going down to that. So there's a, a comedian, Daniel Simonson, if I get that right now, I think he's from... Does that ring a bell? Mm, a little bit. He's a young guy. He's around your ages. Yeah. He, yeah. he talks about going down to the bank and uh, the bank not being open. And so that joke would have been a lot funnier if the bank had been open. So <laughs> sucks to be you, uh, the audience. And, and, and that's how he talks. He talks about yeah. something that he didn't have to talk about, but he does it with such a dry and non-smiling face. And that's the nonsense in all seriousness. It's more the performance than the actual content itself. In yeah, a way, yeah. Look, it's it's really goofy, I guess yeah. you'd, you'd say. Um, and again, Elliot Goblet's probably a very good example of that uh, in in his his one liner you know, expressions. Um, he says his classic sort of uh, tagline is, "I'm gonna I'm gonna speed things up a bit now." <laughs> but he says it, "I'm gonna speed things up a bit now." And he doesn't change his facial expression, <laughs> and his tone doesn't change, and you all laugh at that nonsenseness because it's yeah. all serious as well. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's one guy. Um, don't know. And this is an American comedian. He says um, it was weird growing up. Uh, it was weird growing up Chinese in Boston because my parents aren't Chinese and neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> so again, you're laughing, but the, the delivery, yeah. you don't smile when you yeah. do that. And that's yeah. the nonsense. I think I've heard that one yeah, somewhere. It's, it's a good mm. classic one. So it is, it is partly the content as well. Like that, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. There's got to be yeah. some... Yeah, but if you did that with a slap of the uh, knee, with a big chuckle and a big smile, it wouldn't, wouldn't yeah, be it wouldn't funny, work would at it? all. Yeah. Mm. Now... So those, those two, now you can kind of combine them, and we'll, but they kind of combine them in a third type, and that's the not-so-obvious. The not-so-obvious. Now, the subtlety. Well, the not-so-obvious is where the audience pretty much knows what the answer is uh, because yeah. you're running on stereotypes. You're running on common expressions. And this is going back to the, my comment about the, um, the, the comedians in the back of the room. This is really going for that, that twist mm. Uh, and they're not getting it. So, it's something like this. So, um, never kiss a girl with a large Adam's apple. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. And I'm off. This is off the joke. Just analyze this yeah. right now. You're all thinking it's probably a bloke, right? Yeah. Because that's the classic line: big Adam's apple, probably a man, right? Um, but this is how it would be delivered in the not so obvious line. It would be, um, never kiss a girl with a large Adam's apple. She might have swallowed a golf ball. <laughs> right. And again, delivered pretty straightforward. Yeah. And you're, you are expecting them to guess what the end of that is. And then, of course, another, another um, a twist 
a zig, a zag instead of the obvious. Mm. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Here's, here's another one for the youngies. Um, the only way to really have safe sex is to abstain from drinking. <laughs> oh. There you go. So again, the, that's that's a good example for the not so obvious structure. Yes. Now you can kind of combine all those three, uh, and some people do. So yeah, that's that's the the jokes. Yeah, so that's a one, two, and three. I was kind of expecting you to go uh, numbers one was one, two, elephant, and then number two was nonsense in all seriousness, and number three was elephant. I thought you were going to twist it back and, uh-huh. and give us that one again. But. That would be a callback, and that's, that's, that's uh, a callback. Yeah. Yeah. Are, we going, is, are we getting into that this week? Or we're, are we? we're not, but that's kind of later on, but it, it's such a repetitive yeah. sort of technique and you can use it constantly probably t- two or three times maximum in well, any you, type of you see it in like in a in like the you know in, in a comedy gala in a five minute set yeah callback is probably going to be used in most of I, I would say most of those kind of um, most of those sets a I lot of comedians do callbacks because yeah. I know Fluffy's one his end yeah. joke's always a joke he's done during the show yeah well, he calls the, back to it the best callbacks are the ones that all right, like right mm. at the start, and then you bring it back at the end, and everyone's like, That's Whoa, it. you know, because yeah. I, I remember yeah. that, yeah, yeah. yeah, something quite poetic about it, really. That's it, that's right, because you get on you get ownership, the audience goes, Oh, there's that cat again, mm. right? That you made a point of at the beginning of the story. Good cat jokes, yeah, very important <laughs> comedy. Cat jokes, I've actually never heard a cat joke in comedy, <laughs> <laughs> never heard a cat joke. Oh, listen to Ben Horowitz, he's uh, he has a well, pretty much a career on cat jokes. Cat jokes. Yeah. How many can you get through? Oh, oh he does a lot, a lot of cat jokes. So we demographic of people that would love them. Yeah. Well, think about the amount of cats in the world. Each of them have nine lives. There's going to be a lot of jokes. <laughs> nine lives is, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of material in that alone. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, look, that's the structure I just want to race over today. Yeah, and, nice. um And then we're going to be talking in a fortnight's time about some new, a new things. So we're going to be talking about a little bit of preparation. Um, and generating content as well. So this is good for anyone who uh, is a problem solver or not, maybe not a problem solver, needs to be a problem solver. So how do you create how do you create ideas out of thin air? How do you create a joke that wasn't there a minute ago? And we'll be talking about that in, in a fortnight's time. Nice. Fortnight. And if, if anybody was uh, listening to you and they were quite interested in kind of stuff you're talking about uh, in this kind of uh, teaching comedy mm. where can they where can they go to to find out more about the School of Hard Knock Knocks well you can google the School of Hard Knock Knocks and we yep. run in Melbourne so if you listen to in Melbourne we uh, run a course at the end of every month the last week of every month five days Sunday till Thursday mm-hmm. and we just had one we just had Elliot Goblet Jack Levi was our guest teacher last week uh, the one coming up is a guy called Brad Oaks now uh, Brad Oaks was made famous from Hey Hey It's Saturday. Now, surely one of you knows what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. we do know oh, Hey Hey It's Saturday. Um, yeah. mate, I, to be honest, mainly I know it for the better reasons, mm. uh, the worst reasons, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. the classic uh, blackface that's uh, the one. on red yep. faces. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately... Which I, we are, sorry, just to digress for a second, I thought that was, I thought it happened in the 80s. And then someone said, nope, that happened 10 years ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, okay. That, yeah. uh, that did happen. That's right. Uh, surprise me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, um, Brad Oaks wrote a lot for Hey Hate Saturday and he right. did a lot for, um, I believe, the Full Frontal um, franchise as well, the yep. fast forward Full Frontal type franchises. And, and he's actually a coach of top level comedians. So at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, it's coming up at the end of March throughout April, a lot of those big headliners and I can't name drop unfortunately because <laughs> I would get in trouble from Brad uh, they get coached by Brad Oaks prior to their delivery so he's our guest comedian at the end of March cool. uh, wow. 25th to the 29th of March in South Yarra and um, yeah five days learn comedy 
and just change your lives. Yep. Yeah. Probably going to be a pretty funny week as well. Uh, yeah. To return to a... To it's a, a great community. That. Oh, and yeah. the other thing is we've, um, because of that alumni, we now we now have our own show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So, Fantastic. Yeah, those, those guys who have taken this course and used the normal, normal twist and have made <laughs> an audience laugh for five minutes of their own material are now actually officially going to be performing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So um, that's go. very exciting for them. That's super exciting. Are mm. they doing a whole run of shows? or? Yeah, so we've got, uh, I think, 28 of our graduates. We have over uh, close to 80 alumni now, and uh, we've taken the best of, and hence that's the name of the show, The Best Of. And they'll be delivering their performances to four of them at a time um, with uh, an MC, Ben Horowitz or Dave Ivkovich, uh, just down the road from here, actually, underneath the State Library of Victoria, the moat. Which underneath? Sure. Mm. Oh, that sounds like an interesting venue. Yeah, no, it's a cafe restaurant. It's got beautiful, a beautiful restaurant, great food and wine, and um, and also comedy for 12 shows. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, everybody look up School of Hard Knock Knocks if you want to find out more about those shows, or uh, we're actually getting involved with uh, School of Hard Knock Knocks itself. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming in, Murray. No worries, uh, We'll learn stuff every single week. Loving it. Perfect.